Yo, what is happening everyone? I'm Eric Garcia and welcome back to Is This Seat Taken? And man, has it been a hot minute since I've recorded. I'd like to think like it's probably been about two years now and that's a long time, but it feels great to be back and I'm excited to be recording again. Today we have an amazing guest. We have been friends for about 11 years now, I want to say. He's one of the best dudes I know out here. Has a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, but has found his passion as a paraeducator. He is tall as hell at around 6'4", at like 95 pounds of bones, but will foul the crap out of you in basketball. He also has a country accent and is sometimes referred to as Slenderman by his students. What is up, Greg McClendon? What's going on, man? How are you doing? What's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, dude? I've been good, I've been good. I like that intro. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You know, I take some time out to try to come up with something, and uh, we were supposed to record this episode a long time ago. Exactly. And uh, But here we are. We're finally, you know, getting this stuff. No, you ain't lying. It's, it's been a hot minute since uh, you've been doing this, for sure. But I'm glad to be the first guest back on. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's crazy. I'm super excited. Obviously, you're one of my best homies. So I've been looking forward to this. I know, like, anytime I brought you around any of, like, my crowd, like, friends that you probably weren't aware of in San Antonio or something like that, like, they all love you, dude. They probably love you a lot more than they love me. <laughs> I know, like, for instance, like, with Morgan, she's always like, how's Greg? You know, what's Greg doing? <laughs> Ain't nobody ever asked about how I'm doing, <laughs> what they I'm doing. About, they yeah, about you. you know, like, my boy Mac, same thing. You know Mac, he's like, man, uh -huh. I love that dude, bro. <laughs> Mac don't be telling me this shit, man. So everybody loves you, man, and I'm sure everybody's going to be super excited. Like, oh, my God, it's Greg. <laughs> so it, it's cool, man. Are you excited? I'm excited, a little slightly nervous. I feel a little famous right now. Hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, your mom can listen to it, you know. <laughs> she, she can listen to it. Hey, mm -hmm. this, this is going to be what it is. You I mean, know how I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we had a very fun and interesting day, I'd say so, right? Oh, my God. Very interesting day. And fun at the same time as that, I have to admit. Yeah, I, man. I enjoy it today. I appreciate you coming out and being my photographer today, getting some like promo shots out. So that was real cool. And uh, <laughs> we ate some Korean food. What'd you think of it? Oh, oh my God. I am so stuffed. I'm still stuffed. Like that food was on point. Yeah, you're so, gonna so be shit hard later. Yeah, it's gonna be coming out later, but that's okay. <laughs> that kimchi, what was it called? Yeah, kimchi. That kimchi. Oh, Woo, mm, that's mm, the good shit right yeah, there. Yeah, huh? yeah, everyone. Before this all even happened, someone uh, let it rip, and so Great. I had to catch my breath. <laughs> he was nasty ass. No, nah, that don't blame me. <laughs> nah, that was in the studio. That was me. That was not me. That was me. That was the country <laughs> shit I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, speaking of this though, like I, I know I touched upon like your, your education and what you're going for professionally. You right. actually have a test tomorrow, right? Oh crap. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what test are you taking tomorrow? Well, it's for my special education, for my alternative certification in special education. Um, it's called, it's called the content exam. And so whenever I'm able to, well, I will pass it. When I do pass it, I'll be able to be my own teacher and have my own classroom and I'll, you know, I'll be the man in charge. Like I'll be, I'll be that dude, you know, it'll be all about me. But right now with the role that I have, my job, which I know we'll get into a little bit later, but my job is called a paraeducator. And what, you know, what that kind of is, is I'm, not, I'm a teacher's aide, if you want to call it. But I could be honest with you, like the pay and a lot of, a lot of people will agree with me on this for the paraeducators out there that know what I'm talking about. The pay is not all that. And so it, it, it can be a struggle. Not even a struggle, a struggle. But um, 
I make it work. So I'm, I've been studying really hard, really long to try to to make it. You know, everybody know I've been. I'm, I'm really trying. It's a lot to uh, to learn, but I'm taking it as best as I can. Finding different ways to study and stuff. So I'm gonna give this a shot. Cause how how long have you been doing this for? This has been my this going on my fifth year. Fifth, yeah, I finally got a little uh pennant for it. I was like, when am I gonna get my <laughs> little uh pennant thing? Mm-hmm. And we and before school started, we had this little uh around school meeting, and they call like our names out for however long we've been in service, like working f- uh, for the school, and so they called my name. And I was like, oh, I stood up, I got up so uh, so proud, man. I got my little pennant. I still got in a little case. I wish I would show you, but you can't see me, so. But, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and but this isn't your only job, right? Like you have. Oh no, I have. Uh, I do groundskeeping. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing that. Oh, damn! Man, it's been a hot minute. Groundskeeping, y'all. Let me tell you, that groundskeeping job ain't no joke. That's another job I'm not paid that well in either. But I'm not. You know, I'm not tripping about it. You know, because I'm still thankful and blessed for all that I have and what I'm doing because. With the groundskeeping job, is teaching me a lot of skills on being patient and just being a responsible person because with the groundskeeping, you know, it's like, and it'll, it'll piss so many people off because once you clean up, it's like someone come right back behind you and just mess it all up again. Oh, and let me tell you something else. So, look. <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> let me, man. Let me go ahead. There have been times with that groundskeeping job where I'm all like, is there a body around or something? Uh-huh. Like, it's been stinking. Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, Mm-mm, what? Don't be saying look. that, Greg. Yeah, no, no. Spooky season, y'all. Spooky season. <laughs> Spooky season. <laughs> but look, no, no, look. There was like this ice cooler. It was like a red and white one. I'll never forget it. I opened that mug. I was like, ooh. And I'm like, what is that? I looked inside. I saw like legs, like. Yes. You gotta clarify what kind of legs. Well, babe. they were little legs, not like well, a, not, 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 not like not like a human leg. They weren't oh, okay. human, so I, I made sure I clarified that. I took a picture. Like chicken legs. Like uh, what they call pig hog legs. They were oh, hog legs. Yes, that's who is. They had Pumbaa up in that bitch. Yeah, Pumbaa was in there, and I felt bad for him. He stunk so bad, but um, Damn. yeah. So uh, but I told the guy, the maintenance guy, I'm like, look, I can't deal with this. You're gonna have to like handle that. So he did it, whatever. There was another time where there was like this big old trash can loaded with trash and it's been raining and stuff. So, of course, it's going to be stinking, right? And so, uh, I knocked that mug over. I'm like, ooh, this my goodbye in there too. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. But um, I feel, I think I told you this too. Like, I feel like I could be on Survivor. Uh, that's my goal. I want to be on Survivor because I've been I've been dumpster diving. Like, I've been around the maggots. Like, I, I feel like I can handle it. You know, I, I guess we gotta put you on. Well, I don't even know. Is Survivor still going on? Yes, it is. It's on oh, its 46th season. Bad, dude. I didn't know. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't no. know you liked Survivor that much. Well, maybe it's maybe, maybe we can get you on there, Greg. We'll see what's happening. Mm-hmm. But you want to come with me? You want to do it with hell me? Hell no, nah, boy. See, I'm trying to get somebody to do it with me. Or the X Factor. Not X Factor. What's it called? Fear Factor. X-Factor. Get, get your girl Millicent <laughs> on there, boy. Why you say that name? <laughs> you know, Marcus says that name. Insider, Melcy's Greg's long-distance girlfriend. Put, oh my God, and anytime you say her name three times, like, <laughs> Melcy, Melcy, Melcy. Why you say it now? <laughs> she pops up and stuff. Um, but Greg's super excited about it. No, so. I'm not. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, she gonna come. But, <laughs> Let me tell you a little side story about this girl. Since he was he wanna bring it to the That's why he gets the name Slender Man. Tell him, no, tell him, no. Tell I'm a briefly hit on this and this is it. Look. I met her back in college when I when I graduated in 20, 2012. Yeah, I graduated in twenty twelve in high school. I went to college and I was there for what did you say about a year? There was this girl that was there and she kinda isolated herself from people and stuff. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm you know, you 
you know, I'm I'm a pretty friendly, nice person, you know. And so mm-hmm. I got to know her. We started talking about, you know, the Illuminati and, you know, See, this is celebrities and all kind of, you know, cool stuff. So Illuminati's look, cool. Look, well, yeah, I'm not going to get to all that kind of listening. Devil no, so, That's so. Right. <laughs> Go on, man. I'm sorry. Go on with your bad girl. So, look. So, there were people, you know, that were, like, seeing around campus, like, we hang out. I know a lot of different people, but with her specifically, they were like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like, no, please don't do that. Stop. She was bad. So, no, yeah, sure. And so, <laughs> so it's okay, so get this. So I ended up leaving the school because, you know, I wasn't able to attend anymore because transportation issues or what have you. So um, I can't end up coming back to Houston because this, this school was like five hours away from Houston. So you, you could imagine. I didn't have my own car then at that time or whatever. So I had to depend on other people to get home and stuff. So it was just too much. So anyway, I come back to Houston, la da da I'm still contacting her through text and calls, text and calls. So there's times where you know I'm I'm a busy guy. You can ask Eric, right? Yep, I had to book him like three weeks in advance to get him on the show. And here I am. And okay. Here he is. See, you can ask Marcus. He's tough. He's tough. Yeah. Everybody, you know, you know how it is. Where was I going with my story? Oh yeah, I'm back in Houston. So I'm back in Houston. So I'm not texting her, talking to her as much, right? So then, you know, she's calling me, she's texting me, and I'm not responding. And you know, but I, I typically get back to people. If I miss you, I will get back to you. I finally was able to, you know, I reached back to her and I told her, like, you know, hey, you know, if I miss you, I, I will get back with you. You know, you can count on that for sure, for sure. She's like, okay, this and that. So then as time was going, as the years was going by, you know, was just, I guess she was hearing less of me, but she's still reaching out. And so I remember one time she told me, like, because she was trying to find my address so she could send me art because she does art and she does a good job. I ain't going to lie. And so she was trying to get my address so she could send stuff to me. But, you know, for people out there, you know, you get a vibe from a person you just, do not want to, you know, get that that close with them because, you know, something's a little off. Yeah, I, I will get that vibe. So I just would not, uh, you know, try to engage. I was like, no, you could just screenshot it and you'll just uh, text it to me through a picture, you know, and stuff. But, you know, it wasn't enough for her. So then as time going on, you know, I'm working because I finally got the job at the school. And then I'm doing my other job in, um, you know, college. And so then she's calling me and then she's getting pissed. And she told me about she, I remember one time I talked to her, she told me she had to dream about someone that had like long arms and long fingers that was like touching her inappropriately. And so I'm all like, that's me, baby. refers to? <laughs> I knew she was talking about me, so she just made me uncomfortable, you know? And so I had to let her know what's up. So I sent her a nice long little message explaining everything. And then she's all like, well, there's no one ever made me feel this way that you do and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, no one ever treated me kind as you do and stuff. I'm like, well, I feel sorry for you. Well, I'm, you know, you know, <laughs> okay. So I'm at work some days, and then I told her, I said, you know, you know, just chill out. So she's still calling me, calling me, messaging me. So it got to the point where I just really stopped, I just really stopped responding to her because she still was keeping up with the same behavior, same patterns, right? So then I'm getting calls from unknown numbers that I don't know, and it's her, and she's all like, I know it's you. I just wanted to see if you would answer and stuff. So you know, I, I would stop talking to her. Then she texts me from numbers. I'm at work, and this girl texting me talking about something you need to answer excuse my language for the young listeners if you're young answer the fucking phone like i know it's fucking you and i was like oh you're cussing me out like it made me really want to like just ooh. but you know i have some family and some friends tell me you know don't respond or give me give me your phone let me respond i was like no 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 no, it's not worth it no 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 and so um there's times she you know so so eventually i would just not pay her attention because people like that you have to not pay them attention but then she would stop, and I wouldn't hear from her for long periods of time. Well, I don't know why, but when some people say that and say her name, like Beetlejuice, 
That girl, she literally pops up. <laughs> like your brother, one time here, yeah. he mentioned we were talking about that one night. Mentioned it, and then guess what? I texted you when I went home. She ended up messaging me the same night. Like this has been like months, times in advance. You know, like I wouldn't hear from this girl, and then she would, you know, she hear from me. I'm praying right now. I don't hear from her. So anybody that's listening, just close your eyes and say, "Melcy, Melcy, Melcy," and then you know I'll give a quick update when my boy Greg gets hitched. He wants it. He he's going. He's trying to hit her up with the I wish I knew. I wish I knew you wanted me. That's Greg's girl right there. No, it's not. Oh God, no! Yeah. If that ever happens, then y'all know. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm y'all know desperate. that his love story happened here on no. Is This Seat Taken? No, no, it, <laughs> it, it don't. It don't stop here. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. no, but, she was a wild one for sure. She's my she's my official stalker, if you want to say. Making different Facebook pages and messaging me and trying to add me as you know as a friend and stuff. And I would catch it would be her. And so thank God she's still at five hours away and she doesn't know where I am in Houston or else it'd probably be, probably be a problem. Yeah, she's my official stalker, if you want to say. But thank God. But how long has it been since you've heard from her? Ooh, it's been about almost a year. That's good. Almost a fingers year. Crossed, <laughs> People, my fingers are crossed right now. <laughs> Knocking on some wood here. <laughs> Besides the stalker talk, I, I want to go back to uh, you know your work. Career, oh yeah, where where it matters. Like Y'all know who so, it is. So, with being a paraeducator, why did you go that route? Because well, you have a degree in criminal justice, so it's a right. completely different field. Right. Let me explain. Did Melcy inspire you? Or? She sure did. <laughs> See, couples who work together, strive together, they stay See, together. See, it's like love at the lockup. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, it's just love that give and take. Up. I don't know what it is. But anyway, you know, that's like, y'all know the story. You heard it. So here we go. I was working, because I was working at the restaurant, Logan's Roadhouse at the time. Also, so I was a host there. Make sure I'm pronouncing host, not saying ho. Host. <laughs> I wasn't really much making no good money there, too. And I was doing the groundskeeping. So I was doing both of those jobs. And I just felt like I needed something else. And I needed something that would help, you know, career, give me more options for a career as well. Because I was still pursuing school, too, for my criminal justice. And um, So my mom, my mother, actually, she was telling me, you know, to apply at other places, try the schools. So I'm like, okay, let me try and see what can happen. So I so the application. I had got so many like emails and did not call or deny letters like no this person still no 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 no, but then I ended up getting a call from the school that's literally super duper close to where I live currently and the principal she was like um I want to call you for an interview so I did the interview and I didn't get that position because it was like from some kind of library assistant thing but they filled that with somebody else but she liked my personality and she wanted to keep me in mind and she said she wouldn't forget about me so I'm like okay cool. So I'm continuing living my life, working, doing my thing. And then I get a phone call early morning. I'm doing the groundskeeping. And she's like, you want to come for uh, another interview for this position? I feel it would be really good for you. You're a good fit and whatnot. So I'm like, okay. So I did that interview, and it was for a paraeducator in special education. So with that position, at the time it was called PPCD, which was Preschool Program for Children with Disabilities. But now they changed it to ECSE. Uh, early childhood special education that's what's called now and um, so anyway um, I got put into the position and I you know I loved it I love working with the kids the, so of course with it being special education they, the age range I work with are from three to five year olds so you can imagine some, some, sometimes it's their first time in school you know 
you know, they be spoiled at home. Even though there's, there, you know, special needs, they can be spoiled and stuff because the parents or grandparents don't think that they're able to do things on their own. But we strive and push them to be as independent as they can be. When we tell them that, hey, little Johnny cleaned up or he can drink out of a straw or he can do this or she can do that. The parents are like really shocked and surprised. But so it felt really good me being in the position I've been in because I felt like I'm helping you know, helping with parents and helping with the lives of the kids, and they they inspire me. Because to see them pushed and to have disability, certain disabilities of whatever kind, they pushing and working on their emotions, and this and that helps me to as an adult to push and to do what I do. And it's crazy I've been doing this for going on five years with the pay that I'm getting. You know, I, and I think that made me identify that I really enjoy it, and it definitely has its downsides, of course. That's the job. Every job has the positives and negatives, but I don't know. It's just, I, it just clicked. It just clicked with me just being there. Cause I like staying busy and on my feet and moving and with, with the kids. I can be creative. We can we dance, we sing. We, you know, I feel I'm able to really make a difference and a change with them in their little lives. Do you believe that? Do you believe that saying word? you have to have this passion for it to succeed in that field. Because I've heard, like, with teachers and stuff like that, you got to love love what you're doing in order to really stay with it. I, uh, I agree with that statement. I believe that is true because with teaching, you know, everybody talks about it, the pay with teaching in general isn't that great as well. And teacher teachers should get paid more, as, of course. We, you know, they do a lot. We sacrifice a lot. I think it really is important to have that passion because I think when you have a career, you'll know. And if you've been doing it so, so long and like when you wake up in the morning and you don't have a feeling like you're not dragging to get up to get out of the bed. Like, oh, I got to get up and do this job. I'm not I can't do this. I'm not. I don't feel like that's really for you. if You always feel like that every time you get up. But if it's something you feel you can get up and you're motivated to go and to do it, regardless of the pay or what is going on i think that's where the passion feels and fits that's what i agree you know what i'm you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah i get you because remember when i lived in san antonio i was mm-hmm. a, a teacher's assistant as well you sure was. and i i oh, taught yeah. i taught from pre-k up to fifth grade mm. and so because they always had you rotating with with uh with the kids you and sure stuff did. and uh, i still have a lot of the memorabilia or you know stuff that they would make for me like Little artwork or designs. Like, how did kid. it make you feel when you worked with the kids? It was fantastic. They, sometimes they pissed me off. I ain't gonna lie. Like, oh, sometimes oh, they, they don't mad, You know what I mean? Oh, but God, yeah. I I love doing it. You know, they they were they made my shitty day yeah. very energetic and positive when I left, mm-hmm. just because it was so much fun. They're they're just I don't know. They're just so carefree and charismatic and honest with you right. that sometimes they just say the funniest shit ever, <laughs> yes. or they just do the stupidest shit ever, and you're just like, man, you're so fucking cool. Like, they they're awesome, and I, I love working with them. Like I said, yeah, they had their moments where I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, mm-hmm. just just follow directions for me, <laughs> please. Ooh, yes. But you know, regardless, once you move past that and uh, and stuff, I, I think it it's really great. They're they're fun to work with. I mean, mm-hmm. I. I honestly, if it wasn't for the pay, I probably would have still looked in that direction of being a teacher. Everybody's always told me that I I should be a teacher or Mm -hmm. a professor or some sort. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that I've closed the door on completely. I always told myself that when I retired, I'd like to be a professor or a teacher Mm -hmm. just because I feel like that's where I would lean towards. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, I'm completely fine with my career path. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, but I, I can see why and... 
why you would have to have passion because it's not for everybody. Um, you okay. got to have a lot of patience too. Yes. Um, there's just a certain skill set you need in order to work with kids, mm-hmm. and um, you you just got to have respect for them and stuff exactly. and show ha- show this authority, mm-hmm. you know, figure without being too much of an, a dick. Yeah. You know, where like they exactly respect true. you enough. But also, like, they're comfortable enough to come to, come to you. And, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. Just, it, it's it's and, really, it, it's something. And the same way it goes with general education kids and sped kids as well. They, they work the same way, you know. You want to have that good relationship. Of course, let them know that, you know, you're serious when I tell you to do something. I expect you to do it. And, you know, that is what it is. But, you know, you want to be, like, you know, the that cool person in their, their life. That they, they look forward to coming to spend time with you and to see you. Because right. you're with them for a long time, mm-hmm. you know. So, I agree. I agree with what with, with you said. Do you have... Can you give me, like, one funny or happy memory that you have with doing your job and then one, like, not-so-happy or shitty, shitty thing? Oh, well, I have a lot of good memories that I, um... that I have worked with working with my job with the, with my kids because they always doing, like, something silly and stuff. But I guess the best memories that I have with them specifically is, like... When we're doing like our circle, we call it circle time mm-hmm. where we all get together. They're all they're all sitting down successfully and they're participating, like singing our songs and they're engaging. I love that because I have some students in there. Of course, I have a range. Okay, I have a range of students that range from like Down syndrome to autism to some just have speech delays. And the ones that we see that have the speech delays or or don't really want to say like anything if we see them sitting if i see them sitting down or they're trying to sing or they're up and moving or doing what we're doing or mimicking what we're doing it makes me so so happy and then of course um what's that week called teacher week teacher appreciation week is always a great week too mm-hmm. <laughs> i love them gift cards <laughs> <laughs> and that them lemonade they know i love that mini made lemonade <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but those but those memories those moments always make me happy when i see the kids are you know, engaging and they're happy as well. That makes me happy. Now, some down moments. When I we 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 have some rough days where we have some kids that are behavioral and they don't want to listen. And when they like make themselves heavy, having to carry them and making sure we still keep ourselves together as adults because you don't want to be go like Arr! and other adults see you going off on this kid. They're like, what's wrong with you? You know. So you have to keep yourself together. But you know, sometimes it's like, man, you like you was mine. Ooh. Mm, sometimes I saw you mm. but you know you have to just keep yourself together you know and and another thing that's hard with this position um, is seeing the kids go like when they're able to move on and you know you're not going to really see them which is it's a great thing it's a wonderful thing you see them move on and whatever but you know you're going to miss them because you really grow it you really build something with them a relationship yeah a relationship with them and when you see them move on and not gonna be with you anymore, you know it can get a little like, oh, I'm gonna miss you so much. But you get another wave of kids that come in, and it's like starting all over. It's like a constant like cycle. Right. But um, I don't know if I should bring this up, but I guess I can say it. Um, but one like real down down moment that I had that I did have, if I if I can be honest, and still um, when I had a student, I have it's only, the only one that it happened to. That passed away. I remember you telling me. Remember I told you about that? Mm -hmm. I was working the sidebar for everyone. I was working doing summer school. I was doing a coach position for summer school with bilingual kids. And um, I was on my lunch break at the time. And so um, 
I get a text. Well, I got a phone call. I didn't get time to answer it, but I called the number back, and it was from my school that I'm at now. And there, and the lady was like, "One of the parents is trying to contact uh, you and the the teacher because one of your students passed away." I was like, "Huh? Like who?" And so, mind you, this student, I had him like the year before, like a, a year and a half before, but they had him and his mom had moved to another district, and so he went. He didn't come back with us. He was not verbal, a little busybody, but super duper adorable, big brown eyes, super duper adorable. Um, but so I got to talk to the mom. I was able to contact her and talk to her, and she told me that um, she went to lay him down for a nap or something, and he never woke back up. And so um, I did go to the funeral, and that was one. Of, I, that day is still one of the hardest days. I'll never forget hard thing of my life. I ever some some I can't even get it out right. The hard thing I ever had to do in my life. I pray I never have to go through something like that ever again in my life. Just seeing hearing, I still hear her screams, and just seeing the little casket and. Oh, it was just—it was just a nightmare for me. And um, it's like they put the funeral together so fast, and so it's like it was like a little church that wasn't like all that you know great. And they had to ask people to be like um like pallbearers, and so I stood up and I was one of the ones to help carry his little casket out to the um to the hearse. And so that's awful. That that's uh, you know you've you've told this to me before, and even then it wasn't easy to hear, but. Sitting here with you now and just hearing you talk about it and even describe it, just picturing mm. that day and how it is. And imagine, I can only imagine being that student's teacher, you know, knowing him for a certain amount of time and that happening. I mean, it, it's, death isn't easy. It's it's never fun. It's it's not one of those things that Mm-mm. is ever, That was so hard you know, for me. Yeah. And it's, it's like, and with being in, I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. But you're being good. in spade, you know. Sometimes those things can can happen because some some kids have medical conditions and you don't know how severe it can be or whatnot. But if I can confess and say this part as well, a few weeks later, um, I'm I'm in the workroom making copies and stuff, and one of the one of the front office ladies come in there and she's all like, "Mijo," she said, "Did you hear about your student?" I was like, "What happened?" There's an investigation going on, and I'm like, "What?" And you can, you know, so I was able to Google it and come to find out, sure enough, there's an investigation going on about my student, about him having um, severe injuries. and stuff. That's all they would say. They just said severe injuries. I don't know major details about what really happened to him, but it just breaks my heart even. That just made it even worse to know that um, someone did something to him and to cause him to pass away. I don't, I really don't know the details. I don't, I, I really don't know, but. That's so shitty, man. Yeah, that that just makes it that just made it even worse <laughs> just to hear that. But um, me and the you know me and the lady that I work with, the teacher, you know, we push through that, and you know we don't really talk about it as much, but we don't forget. So you know, it's just always something to, you know keep in mind and just not say keep your your heart open, but your mind open, but just to you know just know just be aware. Sometimes these things can happen. Yeah, I mean. They tell, oh. they always tell you, you know, life is short and you just never know yes. like, when your your last day is, yes. you know, so to always just make sure to, to show the people that you care about that or tell them that you love them, spend time with them, mm-hmm. do, because you just never know. You and never know. In this case, you know, it's, it's just tough to hear, especially a child, because, mm-hmm. you know, we all expect at some point or hope that we get to grow old and, you know, die peacefully, you mm-hmm. know, but when somebody who is as young as us, you know, gets their life taken at such a young age and mm-hmm. doesn't do, doesn't deserve it and has a pure soul and you know it it's mm-hmm. it's fucked up you know and it 
It's something I'll never forget. It's, there, like I said, it comes through my mind every now and then, of course. I'll never forget it. You can't forget it like that. But, you know, I just push forward and move on. And you just, you live, you know, you live and you learn. And you yeah. just continue to those memories. So, I mean, it's, you know, with the job, I, I, you know, I do love it. Um, I love the kids. Like I said, it's, whew, so many things. I, they, people see me around the school. They see me just running. The, they call him Mr. Greg up there. Mr. Greg, because saying my last name, it just sounds old. So I like Mr. Greg. And so they see me running through the hallways and stuff with the kids. It's, it's, it can be funny, but then it's not funny because I'm like, I get tired. <laughs> <laughs> I had one student, I could tell you, and then we'll get on something else I know. But I had one student, he had a condition where they call then they call it a nurse's elbow. And so his dad told us that if you see where his arms kind of like limp, tell him to say, touchdown. And then he raises his arms up and his arms pop back into place. So it's like a condition to where like the joints come up, come apart or something like that. And it can just kind of happen. Huh. I don't know what really brings it on, but he would go about his day like, you know, we didn't know it was going to even happen. But one time we were at breakfast, he just sitting there at the table, just tears in his eyes. And we're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he wasn't moving his arms. He could move his left one, but not his right one. So I'm like, what's going on? What's going on with you? And then I remember I'm like, oh, wait, maybe, it's, you know, he got the, the arm thing. So then we called his dad, and so we, we put his dad on speakerphone so he could hear his dad, but he wasn't, you know, cooperating, of course. And so his dad came up there, and so they got him positioned and hooked up. But I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, this, oh. Just, that's something totally different, you know, having to work with that. Mm-hmm. Man, like, it's, and that's what I mean. Like, you got to have a certain skill set, like, yeah. working, you know, with, you with special know. special needs and stuff, I'm sure. Mm-hmm can be difficult at times and i'm sure it, it's very rewarding but it's, there's yes. not a lot of people out there that can do what you do you know or mm-hmm. have the patience to handle with what you know you deal with on a daily so i i think that's fantastic greg and um thank you I, you know for as long as i've known you man you've always been a hard worker always kicked Ugh. ass and very positive in what you can do mm-hmm. and um thank you i, I uh th- this this universe is a better place because you're in it man you you bring a lot of joy oh, you bring a lot of work into it and i know these kids are super super happy to have you in their lives and stuff and i'm happy to have them in my life but i don't like when they be headbutting me and my nuts (laughs) 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 mr greg you need a cup i'm like i'm about to need a cup or something i might be staring i don't know if i can have kids now Mm -hmm, no (laughs) they're about to you know like i'm six two six i feel i'm six two okay but my doctors keep telling me i'm six one I don't know what's true. Then some say I'm six four. So I don't know how tall I really, really am. But just well, know, I just took a guess. Just know I am that. I'm, I'm, I'm there. And imagine they're up to my hip. And so when they acting like that, they, they doing the head button <laughs> thing. And there's been time I'm like, ooh. So, it's spooky month. Oh yeah, and, yeah. You know, <laughs> Halloween is right around the corner. Woo! You know, ghouls and goblins and all that fucking awful shit is coming out at night. Oh god. <laughs> Are y'all doing anything at school for, for Halloween? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're doing a thing as a team. as Because pre-K, because each grade level, they call them teams, okay? So pre-K, we're doing a thing. Last year, we did Disney villains. And so I was Sid the Kid from, uh, right, right, from Toy, Toy Story. Story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a beast. I wish y'all could see pictures of how that turned out. I enjoyed it. We do a parade around the school. Some of the kids thought I was disturbing because I had, like, the the uh, you know how Sid would have the toys mm-hmm. along the on on a on a rope or something. And I did that. I had nails and a doll head, and like I really you know did my thing mm-hmm. with that. And the kids was like, oh my god. But this year we're gonna do um I think we're gonna do Pete the Cat or something like that. I don't know if y'all know Pete the Cat, but he's like a little children's storybook that everyone you know all the kids. Even I love Pete the Pete the Cat. So we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna dress up like him. So they're different stories, and then um 
do another parade around the school, and they were going to have, like, a family fun night or something like that, but I don't remember the de- much details about that, so, yeah. That sounds cool, man. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a really good time. You you and I love horror, you know? Yes. I think yes. out of, like, our friend group, besides <laughs> Marcus, mm-hmm. I'd say you're probably the only one I can, oh, and Jared, Yes. Uh, that I can really talk scary shit about or watch you know horror movies with or the games or the games until dawn until dawn oh yeah selfish ass but don't get started i'm not trying to (laughs) uh what what would you say like got you hooked on to like the horror genre chucky that's it hands down my i remember when i was little by my sister, I, I know I shouldn't have been watching it. Oh, and Michael Jackson Thriller, how could I forget? Yes, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson Thriller, gotta give it to the goat. And then Chucky, of course, the other goat. There's a lot of <laughs> other goats in horror, but he's one of the goats, okay? Bye. Let's be real. Yeah, bye. All right, <laughs> okay? Look, Michael Jackson Thriller, it terrified me as a kid, but I still would watch it, knowing I shouldn't have. And my mom, as I grew up, mom was like, there's no such thing as pop and zombies, so why are you being scared and act like that? I'm like, you know what? You're right. So I stopped being scared of Michael Jackson Thriller. Then Chucky, I was terrified of him because my sister, because me and my sister were 12 years apart. And so she was, I'm like uh, like six or something, and she's like a teenager or whatever, and she telling me Chucky's going to come in your room, and this and that. I'm like, no. But then I still watch him and stuff anyway, so, but... I don't know what it is about Chucky. He's just my all-time favorite. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah, I know, man. You, As long as I've known, you've always told me about them Chucky movies. And I will say that growing up, I was not a fan of them. Not because they weren't good movies, but because dolls, oh, dolls. dolls creeped me out. Uh-huh. And so Chucky was always one of those things that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> but, you know, as I got older and, you know, grew some fucking balls and stuff. I finally was able to appreciate Chucky for what it is. It's still See? creepy as hell. It that is, movie is. is really good in the sense that it was ahead of its time with technology because it you the, show the, right. the movement of that doll is so realistic. What they call it animatronics? Yeah, I believe so. That shit was crazy, man. It was wild. Like even watching it now, like it holds up really well, and you wouldn't yeah, think like you know it was fake or anything like that. And I can only imagine wa- watching it back then. You know, like how oh, I know I can just imagine like you know being an adult and watching it like wow. <laughs> Because it makes you think like you have any kind of doll in your house, and it's like, ooh, yeah. not like Annabelle. Yeah, that's, not, like, that's another story. Remember, Annabelle goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> she better stay away from me. I got time for that. She better go. She better get on somewhere with all that. I ain't got time for all that. So, Chucky thriller, love it. Yes. What would you say without giving away too much? Because just in case anybody who's listening who maybe hasn't seen or not, if you had to give your top five horror movies or five recommendations that you're like, hey. I know you want to have like a horror marathon or a horror binge. What would you recommend? Okay. Well, Chucky, of course, like I said, he's number one. Um, Why would you recommend Chucky? Well, because it's like a psycho kind of thriller to where it's like you wouldn't expect something of a of of a little doll that looks like that to be a nightmare, and then you know to go through all that and to haunt a, a well, not say haunt, but stalk a kid and trying to get into his body and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's sick. That's sick. Using voodoo spell. Oh, I got that memorized too. I might do oh, it for God. you guys if you want to hear. Do it, man. Do it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm gonna do it. <clears throat> Y'all ready to do this spell? This, he's trying to sell you on the movie. Do it, Greg. Mm-hmm. I gotta deep my voice. Okay, uh, no, my voice a little light, so I gotta deepen it. Ah, they do it, Dumbala. Give me the power, I beg of you. All right, we'll stop it, right? <laughs> All right, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what is okay. that? You're over here oh. trying to possess our listeners. We ain't trying to do all that. They got the jigs. 
Okay, guys. Well, that's a part of that's that's on the Chucky movies. Huh? And I don't want to give too much of the background. You just gotta watch it, okay? You're gonna it's gonna trip you out, okay? Because that's so that's one I said right. That's one. Yeah, that's one. Screen is a cool one. Okay. Because yeah. you know with Ghostface, just that whole vibe and you know discovering who it who could be behind it. That's kind of crazy. That's that storyline is really good. Scream yes. is definitely one of my all time favorite uh, mm-hmm. thrillers for, mm-hmm. or slasher film. Slasher for sure. Halloween, Halloween, Michael Myers. Yeah, you can't go Duh, cannot it. forget Michael Myers. Y'all, y'all know Halloween ends. Halloween ends, not tonight, but it, it ends <laughs> it soon. It will probably never end. Yeah, it probably won't end. I don't know what's gonna happen. We gotta check that out. Um, okay. Um, what's another one? What's another one? Uh, uh, Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts is a good one. Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, I love it. Classic. That's a classic. Y'all gotta check that out. That Jackal. Ooh. Mm, I wouldn't want to be caught up in that in that house. Yeah, Thirteen Ghosts is a special movie. Yeah, you want to know something else? I'm gonna suggest. What's this? Is one your fifth one? Yeah. All right. What's your fifth one? The Human Centipede. The Human Centipede's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I get it, man. It's probably one of the most disturbing movies. Oh, watched, that was disturbing. I get it. Oh, can I say one more? Jerry, Jerry, also go for it. Okay, I'll go. To, I'm doing six, y'all. Okay, this is my last last one. Saw the Saw series. The Saw series is really good. I like the Saw series because I don't want to give too much about saying because I talk too much and I might spill something. But I mean, without giving a big plot away, I mean, I think you can say like what what's it about or what goes on. Just don't be like, yeah, this is how it ends. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, in a sense, it's kind of like a vigilante, if you want to say. But the the victims that are involved, it's the reasons why they get caught up. And why they're caught up, and that's just all I'm gonna have to say about it, if that makes sense. The Saw series is a good one. I I I agree you know? with you, especially just because of how creative they are with the the killings and the torturing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's fucked up Ooh. shit. <laughs> it's but as oh for a God. horror fan, it's awesome. Right, right, right. So you can't beat those. So those are my top six. Yeah, top okay, six. top six. Well, you heard it here first, folks. You Greg's heard it? top six. My top six. Um, part of this, you know, as as I'm releasing these episodes, I'm also gonna try to give my little chime in and give my options and hopefully like listen if you're listening to this and you're like huh i haven't seen that or you know what i haven't seen that move in a while i can mm-hmm. just pop it in so you heard greg's top six i'm gonna give you like my five recommendations for, oh yeah let for me hear what episode. you got and you know we'll, we'll go from there um actually i was just telling you about this movie the other day uh i just recently saw barbarian barbarian oh, yes. is it might still be in theaters it just came out maybe like two or three weeks ago um, oh, but if you snap. can see it in theaters, I would highly recommend it. Barbarian is directed by Zach Krager, has Bill Skarsgård plays Pennywise from uh, it, and one of my longtime favorite cast members, Justin Long from like Jeepers Creepers, <gasps> Tuss, Drag Me to Hell. Yes, super great, like uh, fantastic cast all around. And I they didn't all know he was good. in it. Yeah, yeah, oh. he, it's a really good cast. They all do a great job. And to give you a gist about Barbarian, Barbarian is about a woman who ends up staying the night at an Airbnb in mm-hmm. Detroit, and she has a job interview, but it comes to find out that where she's staying at isn't what it all seems to be. Mm. Uh, it just released in theaters. I would highly recommend it if you're looking for like a Friday night movie flick. It's awesome to see in the movies because of the surround sound. Some of the sounds just pop at you. It, it's really fucking good. It's a oh, good God. job of building tension. has a good comedic tone, too, so it's not strictly horror. There's some funny moments in it, too, but... I think how they go about it is really well done. Uh, once again, the cast 
is phenomenal. Do a great job. Of course, my boy Bill Skarsgård. Like I said, if you've seen uh, it in 2017, killed it, man. Oh, Fantastic actor. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I just think everybody for that movie was casted perfectly. So I would highly recommend that. Going to number two on my list, and this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I'm going The Lighthouse. Came out 2019. This is one of my all-time favorites. It's directed by Robert Eggers, who I love. He did uh, The Witch, which is also another great movie. He recently came out with The Northern Man, which was also fantastic. Uh, my guy, my guy, William Dafoe is in it from Spider-Man. The Florida oh, yes. American Psycho, really fucking good. If you know who William Dafoe is, you know you're in for a treat. Um, what an artist, yes. Also... Robert Pattinson. Man, most people probably know him from like the Twilight franchise, but I will say he's also been in great movies like Good Times and recently The Batman. And mm. I think if you've seen him in Good Times, which is the movie that I started like feeling that he was a great actor, I would say you're in for a treat because him and William Defoe, Robert Pattinson and William Defoe, put on such a fucking show, mm-hmm. man. It is really great. Uh, to give you an idea about this movie. This movie set in the 1890s. It's shot in black and white. So if you're not a oh, black wow. and white uh, film type of guy, I would not watch it. However, it's totally worth the shot. Um, it's pretty much about two lighthouse keepers that try to keep their sanity while maintaining or trying to live on this mysterious New England island. And uh, it's a psychological thriller. And it does a really good job of having the viewer continue to say, like, what the fuck is going on? Because there's so many shots <laughs> oh on there, like, oh my god, like, what the hell? And there's so many interpretations you could do for it. Um, they're just an iconic duo, man. They're, they're really good. And like mm-hmm. I said, Robert Eggers, Robert Eggers, like, knocks it out the park. So if you can have time to watch it, really, really, really recommend it because it's a treat. And I wish I could watch it for the first time again. I'll check that out. So that's number two. Number three. Uh, it follows one of my favorites. Uh, came out in 2014. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like it follows is appreciated, but sometimes we forget about it. Yes, but I did. I think it follows is good in the sense is like it tackles a different story that isn't really common. You know, you don't really see that much. It was just for its time at, in 2014, it felt different and it felt refreshing to see that. Uh, directed by David Robert Mitchell and stars Mate Monroe from The Guest and Hot Summer Nights and Kira Glish. I He's from Atypical and Heartthrob. I don't think I pronounced his last name right, but fantastic actors, good stuff. Uh, the, this movie is, just to give you a gist of what it is, it's a supernatural psychological horror oh. film. And what it does, it, it does a really good job of keeping you invested in the story because you're just always wondering, like, okay, where they're going from here. Uh, This takes place after a carefree teenager pretty much sleeps with her boyfriend for the first time. And she learns that she has now been given a curse, which is Mm -hmm. passed from victim to victim from sexual intercourse. So pretty much, uh, (laughs) if you sleep with somebody, or if you slept with this person, they probably have given you a curse where this curse is going to hunt you down until you die. Could you imagine, like, yeah, right? Like, imagine going to a club or you know, going on a date with somebody, and you think like they're genuine and they love you, and And then y'all end up hooking up, and it turns out they only hooked up with you so they could pass this curse on to you, so you could die instead of them. It's (laughs) it's fucked up shit, but it it's a really good, uh, interesting story. I think, like I said, I really recommend it. It's one of those movies where I feel like it's appreciated. But sometimes we forget about it, and it's nice to come back and, and visit. That is, that's important. Really, really good up. thriller. So if you have time for it, 
it follows do it i think it's on netflix i think don't quote me but that's number three mm-hmm. number four it's one of probably if not like maybe my all-time no second favorite zombie movie i love zombies oh, zombie films mr it's, zombie over uh, here yeah i love 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 love, love <laughs> zombie films this is zombie man uh, i'm going train to busan 2016. Oh, yeah. Uh, Train to Busan. It's I crazy. recommend all the fucking time. <laughs> I love that movie. I want to go to Korea and get fucking hunted by these motherfuckers. Well, like, you out of here, no <laughs> like, sir. Yeah, I, I just love them so much, man. Um, <laughs> Y'all gotta watch it if you don't know, because you know what he's he talking about. Yeah, this. man, it, it's 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 really fucking good. <laughs> this movie's just really great, man. Uh, it's a Korean film, and if you know. Korean zombie films, you know, like, they're always on par, bro. Like, they know how to do horror. So fucking good. I think this movie's probably one of the the movies, I would say, that has made me hate a character so much. Like, <laughs> yes. where I wish I could just pop in that TV and fucking smack this dude right off his head. Like, yes. it will piss you off, man. Like, it, it, it has, like, good, genuine characters where you'll love them, you'll hate them, you know. It, it, it's one of those. Uh, it takes place in South Korea follows a father and his daughter who end up becoming trapped on a speeding train during a zombie outbreak. And let me tell you, in the zombies in these movies, they're terrifying, they bro. Control. Like, yeah, bro. They're over here like tweaking like from like the speakers in New York, man, when they're like like bro, it's fucked up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, no. Man. Yeah, exactly. You see them, you're like, hell nah, bro. Like, let me get the fuck up out of here. Uh, it shit makes you run, bro. I would probably shit myself like hardcore. I would, um, yeah, I would just cry. But it's really well written. Uh, the cast does a great job. Your emotions are gonna be pulled left and right in Ooh. this movie. Like, it's so fucking good. Please, if you take away anything, if you love zombie horror films, please go watch Train of Busan. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, shout out to Korean horror films because they do yeah. do great, man. They I always have that. to revisit this movie. <laughs> so that's number four for me. And finally, what I'm going to end with my horror recommendations is The Autopsy of Jane Doe. This movie came out in 2016. Uh, I personally really enjoyed this movie, and it's one of those that I wasn't expecting when I was going in. Mm -hmm. Um, I hear mixed reviews from some people. I know, I I think I talked to Marcus, and I think he told me, like, he thought it was okay. But Mm -hmm. I've heard other people tell me otherwise where they thought it was great. And it's one of my favorites. I think it it really hits my nerves, and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. bro, this is kind of disturbing. Like, it kind of spooks you a little bit. It's been a long time since I've seen that. It's really good, You're bringing me back. Yeah, you know, I watched this movie with one of my exes, and I remember her just being like, I can't sleep. Like, fuck you, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things. And uh, I... I think if you can find the autopsy of Jane Doe, which came out in 2016, wow. I think you're in for a treat, especially if you haven't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Directed by Andre Overdell and starring uh, Oldwyn Kelly and Emil Hirsch. Really good movie. Uh, gives you the good heebie-jeebies that you're always looking for. <laughs> uh, this movie, pretty much to give you a little gist of it, it revolves around a, a coroner and his son who conduct an autopsy on a Jane Doe murder victim. As they start to uncover the truth in regards to Jane Doe, mysterious and bizarre things start to unravel. Yeah, shit does hit the fan, man. It's, it's fun. I do remember it's some creepy, things, you know. Yeah. Like I said, I, you just gotta take, hopefully you take my word for it. It's just a fun watch, and uh, you've seen it, Greg, right? Yes, so, I have. And you, it's been would a long you agree, time ago. You, if you can remember, do you, you, did you enjoy watching it? Yes, there were some parts in there that had me think, like, okay, what is going on with this? But like I said, my, it's a little far because I watched it only once. And I think it was like late at night when I watched it too. So I probably was sleepy or doing something. I don't know. And so <laughs> I got to um, check it out again. But some parts that I do 
remember from my memory. Yeah. I'm yeah, like it's this. good, man. I promise you, you won't I recommend, regret it. I recommend it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're looking for something spooky, like I said, highly recommend it. I think it'll do the job. And if not, then you could just let me know, like, hey, Eric, this is trash. <laughs> like, fuck your recommendation. And I'll cry. But it'll be all right. <laughs> um, but for that, I, I think that's it, man. I, I, I just wanted to kind of touch base with you a little bit and talk a little bit about Halloween and everything spooky and, uh, you know, see how it is. Here. So... I just want to say thanks for coming on the show, man. It's It was fucking awesome. I, I know we'll do this again. Always a pleasure speaking with you on and off the mic. Is there anything that you want to say or tell anybody before you know we wrap up? Um. Well, I have to say I thank you for uh, letting me be on this show. I feel really famous. And I, <laughs> yeah, to you my know, two viewers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even to y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I feel really famous and cool. Um about this this is a really really cool thing you're doing and you should totally keep up with this i hope everyone enjoys their spooky season be safe out there regardless whether it's spooky season or not just be safe out there in these streets a lot going on i'm just gonna keep doing my thing and just being me hell yeah man you know? well <laughs> well thanks again greg good luck on your test tomorrow much love brother and um, i'm eric garcia And this is Is This Tea Taken. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everybody stays safe and have a happy Halloween. And I'll see you soon. (laughs) All right. Later, guys.